My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. So we have a little something different for you today. Mm-hmm. So we are small creators. We're starting to hit some of our, our goals, and we're really excited about that, and we're excited to grow. But we're very small creators. We're a smaller podcast. And we had another small creator, at least right now, until we both get rich and famous, <laughs> Uh, reach out to us and his name was Ryan, Ryan Miller, and he did a short film with one of his friends who also is his podcast co-host and I'm just going to plug them real quick and then we'll get into the short film and then I will direct you to that short film as well so you can take a look for yourself. So they are on YouTube as One Oyster, that is their YouTube channel and their Twitter is Film and Disorderly, and that's also where you can find them on Spotify. So definitely go give Ryan and his co-host a view, a listen. I really think it's worth your time, but we are going to get into his short film. It is four minutes and 58 seconds, and it is free on YouTube, so you don't lose anything out by going and checking it out. It is called Kumatok? I think so. Kumatok. And Ryan told me this is based on Philippine folklore, which we will get into in just a moment. I had never heard of them, Hmm. these spirit creatures. No, but it's cool. Let's do more things like that. Yeah, I really love that it's not just like a ghost or like it's, it's like you said, it's Philippine folklore. So it's not something that you hear all the time, you know, which is cool. Exactly. And I'm going to walk through, even though it's only about five minutes long, I'm still going to walk through it and... We've seen this a few times now, and we're just going to kind of discuss it real quick. So this will be a pretty quick episode because this doesn't take very long mm-hmm. to review a five-minute film. So so it starts out with this dude really <laughs> upset in his car, and he's, like, throwing his head back, which is exactly what I do in my car. That's where I, like, have all my emotional breakdowns is in my car. Really? I wasn't sure if he was upset or just waking up, like he fell asleep in his car. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I kind of saw it as, like... He's distraught, and maybe that's what, like, brought this figure to okay. him. Maybe they're preying on his depression, or if he's lonely or upset, or he's clearly, something's going on here. But, mm-hmm. but like I said, that's why I have all my mental breakdowns, so that's <laughs> the first thing that I thought. And I have to say, he gets out of his car, and you see this, like, hooded figure behind him. How does he not see it? I mean, he's got one-track mind. He's going inside. <laughs> It's just more things that guys don't have to deal with. Have- a woman would know that that dude's standing there. <laughs> like, oh, um, there's some hooded dude standing to my right. Yeah. Like, clock him in. Like Three he's, o'clock. He's way far away. I yeah. get that, but still, it's it's not yeah, a normal I'm shape. Not looking, yeah. And the music, I thought, was a really good choice. It reminded me a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street. It's kind yeah. of Nightmare on Elm Street-esque. In a good way. Not like a cheesy 80s way. Definitely. But like in a good way. Like the film quality even. It was grainy in a good way. I liked that it was grainy. It felt like 80s horror. I yeah. liked it. But like I said, and it did not feel like it was cheaply made or mm-hmm. like a small... I mean, it felt like a small-time film, but in, like, an indie way. Like it a, just didn't feel like a Warner Brothers, yeah. you know, but obviously it's not going to. Exactly. A five-minute movie, and you and I were reacting the same way we do in big-budget ones. We're like, yeah. no, don't do that. Oh, my yeah. God, shut the door. What are you doing? You're like, engaging. That. It was great. Yeah. And he goes on a run. Mm-hmm. In Converse. In Converse, yeah. I think it looked, it looked like Converse. <laughs> but honestly, like, uh, I was in... Like, when I did my athletic stuff in high school, it was in Converse or Vans, so... Hey, fair. I love Converse, but... Yeah. (laughs) The traction gets him later. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And he sees the same 
figure, even though he didn't really see it. The, or maybe he saw it in his periphery and he was just ignoring it the first time. But he sees it and he's like, this is the only dialogue in the movie, like you pointed Which out. Which I loved. That yeah. There's only two words in this five-minute thing. It's Three. pretty cool. Excuse oh, that's me. that's true. Hello. That's what he says. That's ballsy. I don't think I would react. I think I'd no. just be like, mm, I don't want like, Which you also commented. That's another yeah. thing. Women would not. He then goes towards this tunnel. Yeah. A woman would not do that. No. Ever. But it's brave. Like, yeah. you got to check it out and see who's, like, stalking you. I mean, that's fair. I would want to know, too. And ugh, he goes to look. And then, of course, it's gone. Mm-hmm. But then he looks up. And it's standing on top of the tunnel. Mm-hmm looking down at him and so of course he bails he's like fuck that and he <laughs> runs as fast as he can and slips and, and slips covers. but you have to have you have to have the run you and have fall. to have us run and fall yeah mm-hmm. i can't i've never been scared enough to run away from something but i'm sure sometimes your feet want to go faster mm-hmm. than you can actually go so it makes sense that you fall i wonder how many times they filmed the fall like if this guy just had to like fall over and over or if they or if did it, was it the like one. yeah if they only did it in like one or a few shots ryan let me know <laughs> It's, I'm just interested to know how many times you made the actor fall. <laughs> and when he he finally gets home, he, like, runs all the way home. Like, obviously, you don't know how far it is, but that's dedication. Mm-hmm. He ran. He didn't slow down. Because when he gets to his house, he's, like, panting. And he yeah. closes the door. He runs inside. Yeah. yeah. And someone knocks on the door behind him. And he looks through the little people. And even if he's I – don't, I don't think he saw anybody. No, there was nothing there. Yeah. And honestly, even if I had seen somebody, would not no, have opened no. the door. I don't care who's knocking. You're not getting in my house or my apartment. But nope. then he reaches for the door, and we're like, oh, God, is he going to open it? And he doesn't. He's he smart. Locks he it. locks it. Good. Yep. Yep. Exactly what I would do. Mm-hmm. And then he goes upstairs, and he's playing video games, and I cannot get the... He's playing Mario. Mario! I can't get it out of my head! It's gonna be one of those things where I'm sitting at work, and it's quiet, and I'm just gonna be like, Mario? Mario? Exactly. (laughs) Because of this. And someone starts knocking. And knocking. And, like, he gets up for a minute, and then he's like, nah, I'm ignoring it. I'm gonna keep playing my video games. I ain't gonna do that. And then... He hears it again, and he finally decides to answer the door. And then you see him answer the door, and the camera angle is looking at him with his apartment behind him. And when you walk into his apartment, it just leads immediately to stairs, and the figure is standing at the top of the stairs, and then it ends. And I was like, no, I want to see him get fucked up. (laughs) So uh, Ryan and friend, uh, film and disorderly, we would like a part two. Yeah, most definitely. Come or, on. Or leaving us hanging. a story of, like, someone else. Like, you should do, Ooh, yeah. like, series of people. I know that's not the point of a short film and on stuff, but now I want more. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. give it to me. Uh, do, like, a series of people being followed. What happens to them? Like, do they just get killed? Do their soul- Are they, like, dementors? Are they, like, feeding on their souls? Right. So... Like Grim Reapers? What yeah. Let's talk about that. So I had to look up the word kumatok, and I could be saying that really wrong, mm-hmm. so I apologize, but I'm going to say kumatok. And I had to look it up, and so I'm just going to kind of read straight off of Wikipedia, which I know that's kind of a pet peeve for people that listen to podcasts, for people to just read off Wikipedia, but it's just for this this little part here. So on Wikipedia, it's in there as a kumatok, like with an extra K, known as door knockers are a group of three robed figures believed by many in the Philippines to knock on doors in the middle of the night and bring bad omens. 
They allegedly look like humans, but wear hoods that obscure their faces to some extent. One resembles a young female, while the other two look like elderly men. This looks more like a dude to me. Yeah. The one that they put in this this film. And it almost, they bring bad omens. It looks like in this one, it was more like, yes, a bad omen, but also like, I am the omen. Might kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A visit from the Kumakatak is usually an omen of death, as either the eldest member of the house or one who is ill will be visited and subsequently die. The visits are supposedly more frequent after a disease outbreak. Residents of some places in the Philippines painted white crosses on their doors to ward them off, which reminds me kind of, it's kind of dark, but lamb's blood in the Bible, oh, yeah, for like sure. over the door, keeping death out. This trend was said to cause tr- the trio to switch from residences to government buildings, hospitals, and even churches, because obviously, like, hospitals aren't going to get that superstitious and put a white mm-hmm. cross. So, plus, why not go where there's mass death, like yeah. a hospital? And a church isn't going to do it because they're not going to believe in that kooky shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot of times it goes against the religion to believe that. So reported sightings of them have decreased significantly since World War II. And one explanation is that many buildings were destroyed at that time, leaving them few doors upon which to knock. Which is pretty cool. I love that history came back into the folktale, yeah. which is how they all start. Something historic happened to yeah. create folklore. And, and something scares people or is unexplained or is just causing mass death. They have to come up. Yeah. Kind of like religion, like God, you know. That's really cool. Yeah. So I love, like I've said, I love the fact that they used a lesser known folklore story. Yeah. Because they can really do so much with that, you know, and I would love to see them do more. And I subscribed to their podcast. So I'm going to have to see if they are going to dive into this a little bit more in the future. Not necessarily this, but I think that sticking with foreign folklore would be a, sm- a kind of smart niche for them. Yeah, definitely. In my very unprofessional opinion, all I do is watch stuff and talk about it. But I did enjoy it, so I would love to see them continue to go forward and see how they kind of transform their body of work. It'll be really cool to see. Because like you said, the film quality wasn't bad at all. No. It didn't look like... I'm sure that they, they had nice equipment doing mm-hmm. it, you know, and... So I didn't feel like I was just watching some, mm-hmm. like, low-budget, meh. Kind of reminded me of Marble Hornets for anybody out there that knows about Marble Hornets in, like, a really, in a good way, in, like, a really creepy way. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this. So check them out at One Oyster. Again, that's their YouTube channel where you can find this short film. And their Twitter and what their podcast is on Spotify is Film and Disorderly. So I, we really recommend checking them out, and we're really thankful to ryan for emailing us this and for giving us the opportunity to check out their work yeah that was pretty cool thank you so we hope you enjoyed this little short dive if you've got something that you would like us to talk about or review or anything like that just like this we'll give you your own spot we love this stuff we would love that bring us more horror you guys yeah in any capacity. So hit us up. Our Gmail is theextrasisters at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at theextrasisters. And our Facebook and Instagram are both at the Extra Sisters podcast. Until then, stay creepy.